0: Box
1: Hello and welcome to Boxcutters Cutters episode 99. The lines are blurry, people. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, my sidekick. No, I, I think it's just and sidekick. Ah, uh, to my left, and sidekick.
2: And sidekick.
1: <laughs> and to my right.
2: Mr. Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. No, and sidekick for you. Surely, if anyone's a sidekick, it's you. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Of, course, not- of course, Ross McQueen to my
3: left. I'm nobody's bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I-, I thought you were going to have a go at me, a mm-hmm. la episode 86. Yeah, well, for I-, not saying, I was going to bring oh, it up. Oh, Max.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a go at you. Yeah, you both had a go at me. No, that was purely Brit. Go I, back and listen to the episode. You know what? I can't
1: tell I, the two of you apart.
2: <laughs> I, I, I I would have just said, yeah, Ross's, good one, Josh. Ross is way your sidekick. a sticker band.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: good one.
2: Good one. <laughs> Keep it up.
1: <laughs> of course, you are a person of your own right, and, and quite frankly, I don't know why people would think you're my sidekick. <laughs> Neither do I, but. You, but. For, for for a sidekick, you, you're considerably disagreeable. Well said,
3: Josh. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was just because you were both so wrong. in now Gat list.
1: Yeah, no. uh, maybe you should shut up for the rest <laughs> of the show. <laughs>
2: Coming up later on, let's never speak of that again. Has has there been much activity on the
1: blog? Almost over nothing. The gat? Yeah, uh, nothing. A couple, of
2: two or three comments. Two
1: or three comments. People saying, "Hey guys, you're right." Oh, and, that, uh, yeah, 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 that's good. That's yeah, good. That, that was nothing about much the West Wing. No.
3: No? no surprisingly oh well just in case people haven't seen, it, we just on our own initiative added west wing to the gat
2: list yes. over the week the <laughs> the power of the people josh is still angry at <laughs> I'm, I'm still angry at the envelope <laughs> for, for for doing that this sn-
1: snively little and
2: uh there's still plenty to be said about the golden age of television so uh keep posting Again, yeah, yeah, please pick pick individual shows that you think should or shouldn't be in the list, and uh, and uh, tell us we're wrong. <laughs> again, as happens, and again, <laughs> time and, and time again throughout the week. So, mm.
1: coming up later on in the show, we've uh, got a little chat on ratings. We've got some I don't buy it. Smelly, uh, I don't buy some it. Very stinky, I don't <laughs> buy it. A discussion on the new show Damages with. Glenn Close Mm. and a little talk about Foxtel IQ John from Doctor
2: Who no (laughs) that's two separate items two items we're uh we're gonna do a bit of a post-mortem on uh on John from Cincinnati
1: mm. and a a pre-mortem on Doctor Who No,
2: no, no, no 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 follow up to uh some inaccuracies uh, surprise, surprise! For three people who know nothing about television, apparently we know nothing about television. So uh, I think to... it's two people that know nothing <laughs> about television, <laughs> and me. <laughs>
1: I'm so close to leaving. We're going to finish it off with pork, but as always, let's kick things off with the box cutters news. And he's a man who knows everything about
3: television, (laughs) Brett Cropley. We uh, reported last week on uh, something that came up uh, in relation to uh, Channel 9, trying to shark somebody from over at Channel 7. Adam, Adam, Boland, Adam Boland. Boland, I couldn't think of his first name. Um, despite uh, denials from those at Channel 7, the Herald Sun has reported that Nine will move its news to 5pm for a one-hour program, kill off a current affair, and give Eddie Maguire a news variety show between 6 and
2: 7pm. Can, can I just interject here? This was an article in Confidential.
1: So not even an article, say a paragraph?
2: Yeah, so it wasn't an article in the newspaper. They weren't reporting mm-hmm. it as news. Confidential is their, <laughs> is their gossip section. Mm-hmm. So it was an item in their gossip section.
3: Well, it has been denied. Eddie Maguire said, it's absolutely fanciful, not on the radar, not something I've heard of or talked about or would even entertain. Hang on, why, why which, is uh, Maguire which, talking about it? Which Pretty much the exact words Maguire used to tell, to uh, say that he wasn't stepping down to CEO of Nine just days before <laughs> he stepped down. Uh, well, Maguire is uh, touted as the host of this new show between right, six right. and seven. Right. Well, maybe
1: they're going to put Bird in instead. He's, he's not doing it. They,
2: uh, they did also use uh, Eddie for the Robert De Niro interview on mm-hmm. A Current Affair. This week, oh really? Mm, for some reason, I guess they're paying him five million dollars a year. They've got to get him to do something. Eddie was uh, Eddie was asking Bobby De Niro the tough questions. That's a- only Eddie about can food. I think so because I, I think this tour
3: was was to launch his restaurant. I, I'm, yes. I'm, um, I,
2: I imagine a, a, a current affair exclusive probably could have had the. Guidelines lifted a little mm-hmm. and let him talk about generally Because generally he's media handlers his latest probably. film as well.
3: Yes, yes, possibly. But generally his but media generally, handlers were saying, no questions about film. Yeah. Well, no.
1: and, and the thing is, Bobby De Niro has not done... I call him Bobby because we're close. Uh, has not done a lot of media at all in, in his entire career. I mean, he's, he's not what you would call personable in a, in a media situation. And recently I saw him on, I think, Conan... And it was a shock. He just seemed so out of place. Mm. Uh, so maybe he is, I mean, he's, he's doing more media now than, than he's ever done before. But uh, still, he, he doesn't have that 30, 40 years of experience that uh, that someone else in his age w- would have of, of talking to the media. It seems like a very strange
2: thing to do. Plus, I think generally, and this is, this is a gross generalization, but plus, I think uh, actors tend not to have that much personality of their own.
1: Yeah, they've got anecdotes.
2: Yeah, and they're great at being other people, but they're not necessarily uh, that interesting as themselves. And Joey from Full House on kerry Ann had fantastic personality. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Channel 9, WIN, which is kind of affiliated with Channel 9, uh, but maybe not for much longer, is dumping a whole lot of Channel 9 programs. Well, they, they already dumped, uh, I think we reported a couple of weeks ago, they, they already dumped... Uh, Antiques Roadshow In, in favour of the Brady Bunch Yes uh, Now they've dumped quite a few of the morning shows Including uh, the Kerry-Anne Kennelly show Which uh, which is a huge blow for, for the Kerry-Anne Kennelly show Given that uh, Wynn is regional plus Adelaide and Perth And uh, Kerry-Anne Kennelly is what, 50% advertorials Which would be sold on a national basis I think uh, I think she's. I think it's going to be a real blow to the carrie Anne Kennelly show.
1: I, th- I think so. And uh, and Win have their own uh, talk show, with Susie, mm. and uh, and Susie was on at twelve thirty on Wynn stations, and that's now been pushed back to nine thirty. Mm-hmm. Nine o'clock, they've got a locally produced children's show, mm-hmm. which I say good on them because there's not. I mean, all of these morning shows have gotten rid of all of the kids programming mm. and for, local from to where. Slot. Local to
2: Australia okay. mm. not, and, not
1: local to the u s
2: yep, and uh they were also going to show the Ellen DeGeneres show, yes. which no one else wanted
1: and f- for good reason
2: was mm. <laughs> for Ten was showing, it for, Channel 10 was showing it for a while I think.
1: yeah, but and then and then someone watched it, I think and went, that's no good that's no good, which is a shame because Ellen herself is hilarious, but you've got to have you've got to be able to talk for forty minutes a day. On things that people might be interested in. And, you know, if she spends a year making up a a one-hour comedy routine, that's not going to translate to 40 minutes every day.
3: Mm. This that's just not the way things work. She is a good dancer, though. Uh, <laughs> this has all come out of she loves uh, to dance.
1: She does lots of dancing. Of a bit of uh, uh, mm. a yeah,
3: on the show, of a bit of a breakdown in negotiations on uh, programming, uh, Channel Nine selling their programming to WIN, um, and means that at the moment there is no contracts on uh, what programming they're going to take, um, and so they can play around with their with their own programming. And well, Nine wanted to charge
1: WIN <clears throat> ridiculous prices for for redistribution and mm. uh, and win said no mm. you don 't have the power anymore and and they 're proving it I think I say good on them, but what the hell is nine going to do
3: and at one point uh, nine had actually threatened to uh, withhold all programming from win and uh, that uh, was backed down on and but uh, it, things are still a little bit fragile take my, bed, the take my ball i 'm going mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh, onto to channel ten news and Mark Holden. Who obviously is upset because he he doesn't get referred to enough as an Australian Idol judge. He's the he's the forgotten judge.
3: And and he didn't get an offer to uh, be a judge on a US uh, talent no, show. No, that's
1: that's that's right.
3: And uh, he's getting prank phone calls in the middle of the night at his home from uh, from failed contestants. Well, H- is he, he and he's getting his car damaged. Uh, yes. that, that I, I hadn't heard that. that I hadn't heard. Of. He
1: uh, he in uh, in Perth now. Oh no, in the Herald Sun. Uh, Perth now re- reprinted it uh, in the Herald Sun. He uh, he said that uh, it's it's possible that the judges went too far humiliating contestants during Australian Idol. I say, not far enough, Mark Holden. You see, now
2: I'm going to make a prediction here. This is one of about a dozen stories on Idol that we're going to get between now and when Idol finishes. We're going to have one every. Two to three weeks, it, it's just crap. It's just peddling for the show. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we should be doing it.
1: Well, this is this is clearly uh, someone saying we need to put this story out so that people watch to see how yeah, tough is too exactly. tough, exactly. especially
3: when their uh, Sunday night offering is getting demolished. Yeah.
1: My uh, my yeah. my recommendation would be to the judges though. I want you to be so tough that it actually discourages people
2: from auditioning. <laughs> but. Given, as we've we've said a couple of times before on the show, there is a very rapidly diminishing talent pool out there, all they've really got left is the auditions, because they've got an endless stream of people willing to queue up for two days to humiliate themselves for some reason. They don't have that many good singers. I, I predict in a couple of years, Idol will just be all the auditions. Well, they are getting longer and longer. It started with, I think, two weeks of auditions, and now it's 29. Yeah. And now it's down to the, what, final 100, and then next week they'll say, "Oh, semi-finals. Down <laughs> to 24. Um, I ha- I haven't watched... Do you see
3: repeat auditioners that continue not to get on? Oh, do you? I don't know. I don't know. Because, I, I, I <laughs> like, <laughs> Last Comic Standing had had that uh, happening. Oh, really? Lots a... of people just... Yeah, yeah, and they would actually say they they were in last year and,
2: and they're right. here to try again. But, but that's a bit different trying as singers or trying, uh, not obviously trying as singers on Last Coming Standing, but uh, trying as idiots or trying as a new whole comedy bit. Do you know what I mean? Writing new material and coming back and trying again as a comedian. or Yeah, it was new material. Yeah, yeah. whereas are you saying with Idol it's just somebody goes, oh, I'm going to go dressed as a chicken this year because last year I went as a nun. Is there a lot
3: of that? No, that's what I'm asking you. Well, maybe, maybe they have uh, singing lessons or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, possibly. Well, this, is,
1: this happened on America's Next Top Model. I think they
3: were just wrong the last time, and yeah. so this time it'll be better.
1: <laughs> on... Damn it, I'm going to queue up in the rain for two days again and... <laughs> on Top Model this year, there's a, a girl who auditioned two years ago and went away and got her skills up and came back... And is now actually part of the show, so so made the cut this year, mm-hmm. which could be one of two things could be your law of diminishing returns Ross or it could mm-hmm. could be actually she did go and uh, and and make herself better at being a model
2: um, and also slightly different a hundred million people y- yes, and the ratio of there's probably a higher ratio of good looking people out there in the world than there are people who can sing out there in the world that's that's true uh you might know Josh. Is there? I think there's some Australian comedians in the finals of last no come no,
0: no no
1: no 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 there aren't. There were Australian comedians. They did Australian auditions in in Sydney, and yep. uh, and a, a lot of Australian comedians went. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I think it's a, a little bit embarrassing for for some of them. You know, to, to reach that caliber and then to try to do this show. Yep. But it's the same with American comedians. You see on the show. Uh, comedians are saying they've been in stand-up comedy for 20 years. Well, if you've been on stand-up, doing stand-up comedy for 20 years, don't do that show. It's, it's demeaning to, to but, your career if, to do that show.
2: If you're a big fish in Australia and you want to break into the American scene, is this a way to break in? No. no you get you
3: get a Sunday night chat show and then go over and talk to Jay Leno and uh talk to your agents over there. That's probably the best way. <laughs> yeah.
1: The uh so so no and none of the uh, none of the Australian uh contestants who actually made it over to the US made it past the heats. Ah oh, okay. So there's a heat section and then there's a, a final section oh, and in the they house. N- none of the uh, none of the Australians well, there's a short they actually ride a short bus. Uh which they do it's a it's a short pass which must be some kind of retard joke that that they're making i have no idea why uh but yeah that's that's what they have Mm -hmm. but no none of the australian comedians uh, made that okay on to
3: some uh, quick international news the Daily Show with John Stewart uh, will be reporting from Iraq for real next week. Uh, the Comedy Central series will air Operation Silent Thunder, the daily show in <laughs> Iraq, uh, with several on- on-site dispatches from... Uh, John Oliver? Rob Riggle.
1: Ah, oh, Rob Riggle.
3: He's good. He they're all like good they're know. all
1: good on the, on the Daily Show Rob Riegel's good John Oliver at the moment is is my favourite he's he just nails it every Just the English time. one yeah. Now, yeah. Now, I saw him I saw now him now as I'm like sorry. a big part
2: hold, hold 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 you hate the Daily Show Josh
1: yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, if if I've learned nothing this week, it's that you hate what? the Daily Show. If, if
3: you've learned nothing this week, <laughs> have, have I missed something? it's, 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 yeah, all, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, all over the blog. Because it's Josh Gat, Gat, hates the Daily Show. Because
1: it's not on Gat. Oh, so I hate it. So I should I should stop uh, I should stop watching it every night and laughing. You should.
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah. I Sorry, was... keep going. Keep going. Um, Rob Riggle will uh, be providing in-depth coverage and insights from the front lines, um, which does actually go to uh, back up what I was saying last week about uh, the, the youth of the US using the Daily Show as their primary source of news.
1: Yeah, the, mm. the, still, I don't think that's, to the Daily Show's credit as much as it is to, to the deficit of, of the nation of the United States. I think that the fact that the only way they can get young people interested in television news is to make jokes about it, uh, that's that's very sad for, for that country. It's a fantastic show. I wouldn't consider it a news show.
2: It, it's funny, though, when The Glass House used to be on, and I think to a lesser extent before that Good News Week, yep. uh, that used to get bandied around as well for those here. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah which did. I think is just... I I think that's just picking up the American story and trying to implant it here when it really doesn't work. Mm. No, Uh, You've got some international news as well. That was definitely a rip-off of Have I Got News For You, which wasn't the Daily Show.
1: You're Mm. a rip-off of Have I Got News For You.
2: (laughs) Uh, We reported last week that uh, Kristen Bell, a.k.a. Veronica Mars, was going to be on Lost. This is not true. She has turned it down. She was offered the role, but said no. Apparently, and uh, no, I don't want to be on a hit TV show; <laughs> only on flailing TV shows. She's uh, she's apparently going to uh, try her hand at some stage work. Go on to Which Broadway. Is,
1: she's all singing, all dancing, so that that would make sense. Uh, and you, we have to remember as well that for 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 an actor to commit to Lost, that's a huge commitment because that means that you are in Hawaii for. At least half a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a lot of filming. It's a it's a pretty hectic schedule. And then you've got to do all that drink driving, and it's 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 hard. <laughs> Your
2: house will burn down. Yeah, it's not,
1: it's no good. Uh, my favourite news item of the week: Hamas is uh, Hamas TV attacked over a cat swinging bee man.
3: Like what? the bee man from The Simpsons. I think so. Cats.
1: Swinging cats. <laughs> uh, the, ay ay You put a that. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, also known as PETA, mm-hmm. have criticised Al-AXA TV for a kids' show that uh, had a person dressed in a bee costume, swinging cats around by their tails,
3: and throwing stones at lions. I think if it's a kids' show, that's okay. You
1: yeah, <laughs> think it's okay?
3: It's just for fun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they are they are they living cats? That would be quite a spectacle. I, I think they are living cats, aren't they? I, I, my understanding is that they're, they're
1: living cats. And uh, apparently, it was it followed by a warning from the show's host saying that ch- children should never treat animals in such a way.
3: Haven't you ever <laughs> ever thought uh, over the uh, the statement of "there's not enough room in here to swing a cat"? Of, of the actual logistics of swinging a cat, like it, it, it would be trying to to put a cat into a bathtub, but worse. You're such a Hamas apologist. <laughs>
2: the uh, the I, I can honestly say that time I've heard that expression I have never once thought I wonder about the logistics I, of I that. I have. And maybe the B-suit is just protection. <laughs> <laughs> uh if if it's the uh, if it is the actual B man from the Simpsons. He can do no wrong. He can do whatever <laughs> he likes.
1: ¡Ay caramba, el gato! <laughs> uh the, uh, the <sighs> This comes after I think it was also a, a Alexa TV although I might be mistaken on that had a, uh, a a character that looked very much like Mickey Mouse and uh Disney sued them and and they had to to get rid of the character then once they got rid of the character there was a fake news story on the show saying that the character had been killed by American imperialists. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, I don't want to say they're trying to brainwash people. <laughs> but but in one way it is true. <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Although they
1: actually had men in black suits and sunglasses come in and take the mouse away. <laughs> I saw a clip from that on the soup.
3: (laughs) Uh, The UK Channel 4 comedy, well, alleged comedy, Star Stories, uh, is to be redeveloped for US television. Now, we're seeing this here at the moment on Wednesday nights on the ABC in that uh, kind of short format comedy It is awful. It is. It is horrible. It's not funny. For those who don't know, it's... Celebrity impersonators, where well, they satirize uh, stars like Tom Cruise, take that Simon Cowell, uh, well, Posh l- and Becks. Last, last week, Michael. didn't they have
2: Posh and Beck's on? And that was the first week. N- oh, last week they had Michael Douglas and Catherine uh, Zeta Jones. Yeah. Now the thing is, these people don't look like the no. people they're impersonating. No. They don't sound like the people Hang they're on, impersonating. Are they, are
1: they meant to, or they're not meant to? They're just—is it a, like a John
2: Clark Bryan thing? They're like—they're like mini biopics. That are supposed to be funny. No, but, but other people it, supposed to be It is like that if you imagine John Clark and Brian Dorr instead of just being in the studio, if they were acting it out, like on the steps of parliament or something. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. That's and- not good. It, it's just awful. And what's
1: ABC doing showing this trash? Like P- people are saying it's hilarious. I've I've really? heard Who? I've heard people talk people about say, it.
3: People say that about Kath and Kim though too. So ah, you know they we'll, they going
1: to be wrong. We'll get to that.
0: <laughs> we'll
1: get to that. Hold your horses there.
2: That uh, put Star Stories in <laughs> Golden Age of Television. <laughs> no, it's it's awful. I don't know why ABC would show it. Like they've got they've got plenty of stuff they could be showing. Nathan Barley. They could be showing Nathan
1: Barley instead.
2: Exactly. But I, I also
3: found. Was it the Catherine Brennan show? The Catherine. Oh, Catherine Tate. Tate. show. Pretty dire
2: as well. Yeah, yeah. It's
3: real hit and miss. But I mean, thankfully, there are only you know generally six or eight episodes. And the
2: one that was on in between the one that was sent on the spaceship yeah, yeah. I, I, hyperdrive, I think yep. it was called, uh, looked a lot like seventies and eighties Doctor Who. It but, had that, kind of, but it that had, kind of set.
1: it had a lot of the people from Spaced and, uh, and Brass Eye and that yep. whole comedy group in it. Yep. Uh, so I watched a little bit, bit of it because of the cast. Okay. But then turned a lot of it off because of the, the writing.
2: Right.
3: It's terrible. I think Catherine
2: Tate was in one of those episodes of Hyperdrive. Oh, was she? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just waiting for Dave and Margaret. Still, still love them. After all these years. Classic show just yeah, just see, the I- just the interaction between the two of them that's great that that they would, would be my uh uh ultimate fantasy box cutters guest david and margaret really yeah well,
1: let's see what we can do
2: they were they were a, a, an initial part of forming box cutters when i originally emailed you and said to you I wanted to do like a show like David and Margaret, except about television.
1: Yes, yes and that's you said,
2: right. "Oh, I've been talking to Brett Cropley about something similar." And I said, who the hell's Brett Cropley?
1: It's, it's that guy. Oh. That guy's a button pusher, <laughs> 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 but he knows heaps about TV but, more, uh, than but, more than us. more than us.
2: I just think, uh, yeah, David and Margaret, just the interaction. You know, uh, mm-hmm. how can you know? Margaret says, "How can you find something fascinating if you didn't understand it?" I don't understand you, Margaret, but I find you <laughs> fascinating. Like it's just, it's just
1: genius. That's, that stuff is great. Uh, Can West uh, have won control of Channel Ten with fifty-six percent of the TV network? But uh, there are conditions placed on the ownership. Previously, From, had, by by
3: Australia's us, Treasurer Peter Costello.
1: Yes, yes. Australia's not Prime Minister Peter Costello, mm. uh, who uh, they they previously had fourteen point nine percent. Uh, Which
3: was up to the limits
2: uh, under the current uh, previous restrictions, and the conditions was in six to eight months he'll destroy them. He'll destroy <laughs> them. He'll go to the back bench and carp them.
1: Uh, they, um, they 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 need to have. <laughs> I much prefer that as a strategy. They need to have their headquarters in Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, they must hold the majority of board meetings in Australia, yep. and, and the majority of directors must be
3: Australian. Chief, oper- Chief, Chief operating officer had to be Australian, and there was a, another one of the office bearers um, that.
1: And I think they had to uh, buy each of us a car. Really? Yeah, yeah. He just went crazy <laughs> with, uh, with, with his, his restrictions. It was crazy. And lastly, in the news
3: uh, the Top Gear uh, props department, uh, located in a barn uh, at Hill End Farm in High Street Sandridge, uh, has been destroyed by fire. Did someone drive into it? No. Uh, The freestanding structure stored grain on one side uh, and various props and equipment for Top Gear on the other side. Uh, Police have concluded that the fire is a case of arson (gasps) and was set deliberately. Although they have no suspects in custody,
1: I think I think somebody, I think a star in a reasonably priced car, was not happy with their time on the board and Uh, thought I'm going to get rid of that board. Steve Coogan did, yes, did yeah,
2: yeah, Yes. And, I, and, and, and used a bit of accelerant. Yes. Okay, hey, nice. <laughs> nice. And that is the Box Cutters News. In the beginning, there was nothing, and God created everything. He made man and beast. One day, man came across a chicken, and he said, I can use this. And thus our rating system was born. It might be convoluted, it might make no sense, but it's the only system we've got, damn it, Ratings. Better than nothing, but only just.
1: If only there was a record broken in the ratings this week. Mm. If only. Mm. Oh, hang on! Not even in next
2: week. Yes. Well, it's it's next week's we ratings. Next week's ratings. It's, ratings it's, the week are going to break the record in. But it's this week's show. Yes, for Sunday the nineteenth. Correct.
1: Kath and Kim, mm-hmm. who knew they were moving to Channel Seven? <laughs> I heard nothing about it, <laughs> nothing at all. Kath and Kim debuted on Channel Seven last Sunday night to a whopping two point five two one million Australian viewers. Yep.
3: With a peak of 2.7 mil. That's, it's, it's, it's a big number.
1: It's it's the biggest debut of any Australian show ever in the history of forever. Yep. yep. Uh, which which I think is uh, fantastic that an Australian show got that big an audience. An Australian hey, just, just
2: non-reality before, show. Just before you go on, uh, 60 Minutes came 14th for the night. Oh, 60 Minutes. With, with 1.1 on million. Gone. <laughs> That's it. Dead That's, in the water. Yep.
3: Axe Nail that final coffin in. Uh, yep. Nail in the coffin.
2: <laughs> uh, nail that na- final nail in the coffin. Yes. Yeah. It's dead in the water. It's dead in the water. Fourteenth, um, you say? Fourteenth. Shit house. Yeah.
1: That's because not a very good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th-
2: and 1.6 million for
1: My Name Is Earl. Yeah, which is which is fantastic. So now, a bigger drop off than I thought, because what are people gonna, turning over and watching at 8 o'clock? They maybe they went to maybe they went to Idol because Idol did make it into and this is very embarrassing. Idol did make it into the top ten, and sixty
2: Minutes did not. <laughs> Dead in <into> the water. <laughs> uh, ten still only managed to come fourth for the evening. though. again behind Channel Two. Maybe that's where the audience went. Maybe they quickly turned over and thought, "Oh, I can still catch some of the worst jobs in history." Well, that, which is rating quite well. Mm. Well, yep. last. Uh, Last week, so
1: in, in the ratings week just passed, mm-hmm. uh, Worst Jobs in History, I think, came uh, sixth for the night. Oh, really? Yep. Something yep. like that. Uh, let me... Uh, no, I, it's hard to tell, but it did come in the top 25 for the week.
3: Oh, that's that's very impressive. Of, uh, of yeah. total people. With 2.9 million viewers, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the figures in front of me. No,
1: no, I think, uh, I think 23rd in the week uh, meant it was just... 5, 000, like. Now,
2: now I don't, I don't think Carrie uh Carrie uh, I don't think Catherine uh, Kim and My Name Is Earl back to back is such a bad pairing. Uh,
1: y- you know what? I wish I wish it was two episodes of My Name Is Earl, because <laughs> <laughs> quite frankly, I I did watch I did watch the episode of Kath and Kim this week, mm-hmm. and it had kind of all the look of it, and it had all the all the artifice of, of Kath and Kim, but it seems like they forgot to write jokes. Jokes, I think, were a very important part of Kath and Kim to start with. I don't, I don't with. think
2: they've ever worried about writing jokes for Kath and Kim. So, so you Did thought it was dramatically different to usual Kath and Kim?
1: Uh, not dramatically different to the much maligned on this show, De Kath and Kim, Kim Code, because mm-hmm. uh, th- that was terrible. Yeah. But uh, quite different to, say, uh, th- the first series of Kath and Kim. Oh,
2: okay. Because I mean, like I, not I, as funny.
1: Yeah, was near as funny.
2: I thought it was just Kath and Kim, and mm. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, but I, I got a few chuckles. I always think Glenn Robbins is very funny, just just little things like when he was trying to work out how to open the pool gate and stuff, made me chuckle. And,
1: and that's that's where the talent comes into it. I didn't see John Clark's name anywhere on the on the credits, and I, I looked through the credits twice, mm-hmm. and from memory, John Clark was the uh, script editor on. Uh, on the first two seasons of Kath and Kim I, I think maybe that's where they uh, or maybe, maybe he does that on set
3: on. and he couldn't make couldn't
2: make it up to uh, the height, Coolum maybe it was mm.
1: uh, but it that was
2: interesting with that too that they I mean that was they could put a bit of product placement in so that essentially play, paid for the whole trip up there which is something they couldn't have done on the ABC yeah that's true uh, so I thought that was interesting.
3: No, there was an article uh, I think in the Australian media section uh, in the last couple of days saying that it was actually uh, the editorial charter that was held against them uh, being able to go up there rather than any budgetary stuff
2: oh okay yeah,
1: okay that's uh, that's what Ross was saying
3: No, no Ross was saying that it was a budgetary yeah i was I was saying yeah. that it was budgetary.
1: Oh, I thought I thought you were saying it was editorial charter.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll say that now. <laughs> okay.
1: I think it was editorial chatter. <laughs> that's, that's very clever of you, Russ.
3: But it was curious that uh, that uh, at one point they were talking about the... Well, Kath was talking about
2: what was their shampoo getting into the mini bottle. Oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't paying attention at that point.
1: But, yeah, but, I didn't. And neither was I. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot I didn't...
3: I, I just. But the shampoo she used for Kel's hair in the bar had no label at all. Nothing pretty it oh, at all. Oh. Mm. Did you like it? Uh, as much as I've liked Eddie, Kath and Kim, okay, which is not much. Yep. Yeah.
1: See, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn. It was, uh, in some ways, I, I wonder if it's just because I've I've been so exposed to the characters, and the characters themselves are the joke, mm. to to, yep. a, to a large extent. Uh, I'd have to go back to the first series and and watch it again to see if, uh, if there were more jokes and you know and do a count, sit there with a clicker. Mm. And, and count jokes per minute. But I think there were two chuckles I got out of out of this week's episode. That was
2: more than me. Right. Yeah. Was that uh Kim in her bathing suit? No. No. Yeah.
1: No, it was uh it was Kath putting away the rolls, taking the rolls off the table from the buffet and uh and putting them into her handbag. Put them and in that danger
3: Dangerfield bag.
1: And that was well, no, not telling Kim to do that. But there was there was this, this look that Kath had. Of, she's looking directly at Kel and pretending like nothing's nothing's wrong. And then, but her hands are moving like ninja like. Ah, right. And right. I thought that was quite good. And another Kath comment uh, hmm. about the she can't wear cassowaries
2: because she's got too square a face. Right. Right. Uh, other than that, <laughs> other than that, yeah, not much. What did you think at home? Send us an email at hooray at dot net. Or alternately, write your comments on the blog. Yes. Yes. We'd do uh, that. We'd love to hear your uh, your views. Or alternately you can click that little thing that send us an that email. Sends,
1: but it rated its ass off as we all expected. mm are you
3: one of those that follows
2: Please. follows follows the
3: ads? Pepsi is putting Coke into their hello,
0: I
2: can talk As much as I Freeze want, the Slylic Sly Slylic. Sly hello, 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 hello.
3: This is Ricardo Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. i will go down on you.
1: Sarah Jessica Parker is in Paris.
3: Okay. Has she still got a horse face? She
1: still has her horse face on. I don't think she can take that off. I mean, think it's, it's surgically. Uh, Surgically attached Yeah I know It's it's very upsetting Hmm. She sees a giant bottle Of her own perfume In a window She has her own perfume She has her own perfume Demands that she has to have it Gets Her Shoes And smashes the window in To steal this giant bottle of perfume Is arrested by the police Taken to jail Shoved behind bars and then stares manically into the camera and says, I had to have it!
3: <clears throat> now... <laughs> they should get those writers on Kath and Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I understand that the idea behind this ad is Sarah Jessica Parker has a perfume. You might want it. <laughs> However, what it leads me to is that this is the sort of perfume you would use... If you were a criminal nutcase, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's a it basically it's the sort of perfume that the prisoners in Arkham Asylum in the Batman comics <laughs> would use. I think that's a really small market. <laughs>
2: And I, for one, I don't buy it. Couldn't If it's her own perfume, couldn't somebody have just given her a bottle? I know. She could have couldn't the largest she, bottle she wants. Surely she's got boxes and boxes of the, yeah, the crap in her bag. She, back she room. probably can't give it away.
1: Maybe it's just too expensive. Uh, Maybe it's so expensive <laughs> because they only sell it in giant bottles.
3: You can't just take
1: it out. Would you like a bag for that? Sorry, we don't have any bags that fit.
3: It was the value pack. I don't buy it. Hi, it's Pete Smith. They're not really naughty boys. They're just Box cutters going about their business.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we just. I, 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 the... w-
2: I was just going to ask where uh, where was Ferris Bueller?
1: Uh, he was.
2: Uh, On Broadway. Alternately, where was Inspector Gadget?
1: Yeah, I, well, Inspector Gadget—that was Don Adams. He's dead.
2: No, 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 Inspector no, was, Gadget was also. I know I was doing it. I was doing a theme. Oh, because it's episode ninety nine. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it took, it took yeah. yeah took th- Thanks for saving me on that sidekick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: damages is a, a new show on FX. the <laughs> FX channel, which it is. gave us the shield mm-hmm. and then took the shield away from us,
2: and uh, also uh, the riches recently. Yes. And uh, damages is all about the law and lawyers. We, or is it? <laughs> although we're yet to see any courtroom scenes. So. Which,
1: which, I really, which is something I really like about it as far as a, mm. a, a drama about lawyers and we haven't seen any courtroom stuff. No. I think that's fantastic.
2: Yes. Uh, the show starts with a young, new, uh, young woman running out of a New York apartment and she's wearing only a raincoat and she's also covered in blood
1: is she a flasher? <laughs> uh
2: she stumbles around for a while and then she gets picked up by the police. 6 months earlier, we uh she was we discovered that she was promising law graduate Ellen Parsons and uh she'd just been offered a great job at a great firm at an unbelievable salary. Was that working on a new
3: project? What? What's her name? Oh... Uh, it-
1: you, you, the Alan Parsons Project. That's, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah.
2: good. Yeah. I think her name's Alan Parsons.
1: It, it, he's saying Alan Parsons, mm. but it d- does sound a bit like Alan mm. Parsons. Mm. Ah, and it's right. the Alan Parsons Project. That's a good <laughs> joke. I like
2: it. Anyway, poor Alan has to uh, has to turn down this uh, this high-paying job because she's got an interview with Hughes and Associates, uh, Patty Hughes the founder of Hughes and Associates is a high profile litigator who uh currently has a multimillion dollar lawsuit against billionaire tyrant Arthur Froberger in the works uh unfortunately who, for-
1: Arthur Froberger should also be pointed out was once a relief pitcher for the Red Sox and then owned his own bar oh okay and then uh, and and then became a doctor
2: yeah. Uh unfortunately for Ellen the uh the wedding clashes with an event that she can't get out of. It's her sister's wedding. Her sister's wedding. But Patty is so keen to meet the young Ellen, she turns up at the wedding
1: Unheard of.
2: And and interviews her there.
1: Unheard of in, in, in the world of, of Patty Hughes law.
2: Not surprisingly, Ellen gets the job, but it comes with many ominous warnings that Patty will use her up or maybe even destroy her. Bom, bom, bom. And it goes on from there. Uh, it's got a great cast. It does. It, well, Glenn Close, Glenn Close, who she, did such great work in the Shield. Yep, and she looks like she's really enjoying herself here as the uh, as the evil Patty Hughes. Yes, uh, and there's uh, Australian Rose Byrne, which is good to see her uh, her star. I think
1: you got is- her, you got her name wrong.
2: Australia's own. Oh, sorry. Australia's own, Rose Byrne, whose uh, star is definitely on the rise, getting uh, meteor and meteor roles. Has, uh, she,
3: has she done something in film or something?
2: Is this the first time she's appeared over there? Uh, she's, uh, done something. she's done something. No, she was in uh, Troy, mm-hmm. the film Troy with mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and- um, Rose others. Byrne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and more recently, she was in Sunshine, but I think that was a British production because uh, it was directed by Danny Boyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Things are definitely happening for her, and uh, Ted Danson looks like he's having a lot of fun playing the uh, confused billionaire. Yeah, the, the whole Froese. The
1: whole "Am I evil? Am I not evil? What's what's going on?" Yeah, uh, and Ted Danson to this day has the best toupee in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think it's fantastic. Compare really? compare his toupee and, and how good it is in uh, in uh, good. I mean, as as in quite realistic.
2: Is he? Uh, I, didn't, in, I didn't even know he was wearing a toupee. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, didn't he's, he unclip it in the last episode in, of Cheers? Not the last episode, but t- towards the end Uh Cheers, yeah. He's, oh. he's always been a toupee wearer. And it's just, see, you didn't notice. I didn't know. Compare that with Ari Gold's toupee in last week's episode of Entourage. Oh,
2: no, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, I think damages is quite let down by its material. Great cast let down by uh, let down by its content, I think the the plot kind of gets bogged down fairly quickly in uh, backstabbings and double crosses and uh, and witness intimidation uh, I,
1: I i think I think there's just there's too much intrigue mm. i think there's there was a level of intrigue that we were all very comfortable with mm. and then and then it crossed a line and mm. became
2: more like a prison break style. Intrigue. Well, yeah, that's interesting because I, I kind of see it being from the 24 school of television. Yep. Like, it, it doesn't have nearly as much action as 24, but you're never quite sure who everybody is. And it could change in the space of, you know, between two ad breaks and quickly change back again. And there's twists and turns and, and plot machinations everywhere.
3: And so is it all working towards the the, the future point? from which we went in the flashback where she runs out in the raincoat. Yes. yes, and the, like- and,
2: and the future's working forwards as well. So we're finding... So okay. it, it's probably... So, uh, so it goes in parallel. Yeah, and it's probably about 90% backstory, 10% uh, future story, uh-huh. uh, which we're kind of getting... Uh, which is, is, is used for for more and more kind of outlandish plot twists.
1: Now I think the last episode I saw was episode three, and and yeah that that really ended with a with a oh my god what does this mean yeah ending which actually turned me off it I didn't didn't care much for it after that yeah which is a shame because I I do enjoy the performances yeah uh, especially uh, I mean Ted Danson never a great actor mm. but always enjoyable to watch
2: yeah yeah definitely definitely
1: and uh, and and Glenn Close. Uh, not always enjoyable to watch, but a very good actor. Yep, uh, and yep. and they're working really nicely in this show, and it's just such a shame.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. It's kind of a bit like uh, John Grisham on speed. Yes, I think. And uh, look, there'll be people out there who enjoy it, who who will find it's a good ride. But I don't know. For me, it's all just a little silly.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Hmm. <laughs> Last week I mentioned on the blog that I was getting myself Foxtel IQ. I think last week mm. or the week before. And uh, the, the box finally came and I've, I've had it for a week and I've played with it for a week and I think that's long enough to, to give it a review. I love the idea of a PVR. I, we've discussed PVRs on, on this show a number of times and discussed Ice TV with, with PVRs and, mm. and how that all works. And uh, I thought that the answer for me would be Foxtel IQ because I have Foxtel and I do want to be able to watch things on, on both uh, cable and free-to-air. Mm-hmm. So I got the IQ. It made sense to get the IQ. Yesterday I went to watch some things that I had recorded during the week mm-hmm. on the IQ. I'm going through the list and it says clashed, clashed, failed to record, clashed on on about 50% of the things that that I had in my list. Really? Yeah. Now, the clashes should not have been clashes because some of them were at three o'clock in the morning where I was only taping the one thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
1: the fail to record...
2: Sorry, can I stop you there? So, can you only record one thing at one time?
1: No, you can record two things at one time. Uh, and you can, So,
2: by saying clash, what does it
3: mean?
1: It, clash means that you were trying to record three things at the one time. Right. And that shouldn't happen. Yes. Right. Three things at the one time, well, what are the chances... If I'm only recording one thing at one time, that shouldn't clash with anything. Yep. But it said clashed. And then there were other things that said failed. And each one of these messages comes up with a little code. Now, the code, we looked through the book that came with uh, the, the IQ. 8344D.
2: A- four, four look it up. You suck.
1: That's pretty much it. 8344D. No explanation. So, then tried to look up the codes on the internet. hmm Nothing on the internet. Mm. Finally decided to call Foxtel and say, what the hell's going on? As I get through, there is a recorded message giving me instructions on how to do a hard reset on the machine. Now, uh, I'm guessing that if they have that as a recorded message, I'm not the only person <laughs> who has had this problem. <laughs> I did a hard reset on the machine and then it did start recording things properly for now but what happens next week am i going to have the same problems next so week?
3: it was working okay and then this started happening. it, it was
1: working okay for the first few days mm-hmm. and then we started recording things and and they just didn't wouldn't record
3: and so doing the hard reset do you lose what you've recorded
1: uh no because that's still all on the hard drive mm-hmm. uh doing the hard reset is is just like restarting the but computer. you have to
3: re-enter all your programming no, for the stuff that you want to no, that's record. all. That's all still there.
1: Okay, uh, the uh, but but what it means is that I didn't have the shows that I that I tried to record. Mm. Uh, I can't necessarily get them back. There was a documentary on I think National Geographic or Discovery. That I wanted to watch and uh, it wasn't there.
3: But don't generally cable channels show the same program three times a day
2: over and over again?
1: You'd think so, but not 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 the case with China China's mega dams. Oh what? I know, I know. And they,
2: they do do that with some programs, but with quite a few they don't as well. It'll just be it'll just be a one off, won't it? And yeah, and that's the really frustrating
1: thing is so you don't know which one of these programs it and, is. And if
2: you're on a movie channel, you might get you know two channels running slightly out of sync of each other so that, you know, you can, you can tune in for the second half of a movie and then turn over to its sister channel and watch the first half. Yes. Uh, but that, that doesn't happen with, uh, I don't know, channels like Ovation.
3: That, no. Do you do that with DVD as well? Go halfway into the film and <laughs> watch the second half, and then go back to the first half.
2: I, I, I've never done that intentionally, but <laughs> but it is how you watch The Postman. And <laughs> well, well, when when you when you have cable, you do watch movies like that. Really? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You watch it like that all the time because you just tune in, and, and there'll you, be movies that you're not that interested in that you'll watch the whole way through, but just in bits.
1: <laughs> and, but then, and other movies that. You know, you, you're flicking the channel and you go, Oh, it's got Brian Dennehy, he's playing a cop. And uh, and so you start, you start watching it, but you're halfway through and then you find it quite intriguing. And then you go, But I wonder why he hates that guy so much.
2: <laughs> yep. And other times you'll turn onto a movie and go, Oh, this looks, I've seen this. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like I did with the, the Clint Eastwood film Bloodwork. Mm. Uh,
1: but instead I went, uh, I don't think I've seen this. And then started watching it, going,
2: it's awfully familiar and not very good. Yeah, that's, I hate that with films where you, they're so bad you've wiped it from your memory and then you think you try and watch it again. Yeah, That's, that's awful. I've
1: done, I've done that a couple of times. So, so far I'm very disappointed with the, uh, with the Ooh, Foxtel IQ. I, yeah. still, I still say open up the floodgates, let anybody with a PVR at your, uh, at your guide and have true competition there because yeah. I don't want to be tied to one thing that doesn't work. That's just ridiculous, but I should be allowed to watch as much television as I want. People at
2: work, I should be allowed to watch as much television as I want. Yes, and uh, are you watching TV at work now? I would like to. Okay, (laughs) and also uh, if you have Foxtel IQ, write on the blog and tell us your experiences. Have you had the same problems as Josh or do you love it?
1: Let, let me know. I, am, am I alone in this?
2: Are, are you stunned that Josh is saying something negative about Foxtel? Are you having these <laughs> problems? Is it an endemic problem with Foxtel's you? Mm.
1: Let us know on the blog or email us, hooray, at
3: net. Good evening, viewers. This is Sandra Sultry. I've been playing with my box on the box gutters. Yes, Sandra Sultry. They're playing with her TV.
2: Right. Well... <laughs> No no now, no. I I I, uh, I want to ask you a question about uh, John from Cincinnati. I'm I'm a little confused about it. So, really? So really, you're confused? Yeah. So the cops knew that internal affairs were setting them up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I uh, when I get bored, I make up my own. So <laughs> that's a that's a little uh, bit of Homer <laughs> wisdom there for you. All. Did now, if you haven't seen, if you are watching John from Cincinnati, and you haven't seen any, uh, if, if there are any episodes you haven't seen. Skip forwards sp- about five minutes. No, 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 stop watching it. <laughs> 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 I, no, no, skip forward five, ten minutes so in the podcast. I,
1: You know what? I, I want you to say what you, I mean, I know what you think. <laughs> no, I... I'd, 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 you I'd, hated it. You hated I, it.
2: Uh, I, I, th- I think it slid downhill rather rapidly in the last few episodes. I thought that and last... it uh, wasn't really <laughs>
1: up there that high to begin with. You hate my beautiful, fire-flicking girlfriend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? For a while I thought she was okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I want her to burn in hell. <laughs>
1: here's, here's the thing, that last episode... Yeah? ...was a mess. Yes, that that last episode was a mess. That being said, it had some beautiful moments in it.
2: The last episode of the series. The
1: last episode had had some beautiful moments in it. When uh, when Sean says we're in Cincinnati and points up, and Butchie says Cincinnati's that way, uh, you know, stuff like that was. Re- and the the characters were still really funny. There were still some really funny bits in it. Uh, Ramon, I think, was is still a, a great character. And
2: what, what was Wu doing there? In the car, uh, with th- with that with that Hawaiian guy, the I, the muscly Hawaiian guy. What what was going on with that? Uh, that that
1: was all about the uh, the, the Hawaiian, mm. the, the guy that we know as the Hawaiian, mm. also known as one of the guys from Shana <laughs> uh, uh, giving over his drug dealing territory, quitting drug dealing, that he is going to stay in IB. That that was that. That's what that realization uh, revelation was was all about. But we already knew that. Woo being in the car, that's just a, a chance for, for him to say San Francisco cocksucker, as far well as I'm concerned. <laughs> 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 Swing it.
2: There, there was. It, I'm sure it wasn't this long, but it felt like twenty minutes devoted to this whole thing that we didn't need any story. It was. About.
1: It was really long, and it was really long and unnecessary. I think they could have actually told that bit. And it was all with, with in our,
2: Shakespearean, Elizabethan that episode, garbage. That episode is... Uh, <laughs> oh, was want to take over my <laughs> drug-dealing prophecies? <laughs> yes, that, I do. Blah, 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 blah.
1: That God, episode crap. was credited as being written by Joss Whedon's little brother. Right. Uh, and uh, I, I don't think he necessarily has his brother's chops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, did, it had some, some terrible problems, that, that last episode.
2: Kaskai, mother of God
3: yes and, and have we mentioned on the show that it hasn't been renewed for a second series we, we, haven't, haven't, min- yes, we haven't we haven't mentioned it yet. on the show
2: no we have now <laughs> yeah it and, hasn't- and it got I love that it got canned the day after it went to air yeah like somebody at HBO watched it and thought nah <laughs> <What>? <laughs> enough is enough because apparently leading up to the finale uh, HBO was saying it's got a small audience but we're going to stick with it yeah
1: and then uh, but nope. you know that's what, that's what Fox said about Aristed <laughs> Development yeah, as that, well yeah that's true uh, that's true David Milch has already been signed on by HBO to do another show. So he created Jonathan Cincinnati. He created Deadwood. uh, He was showrunner for NYPD Blue. And he's now going to be working on a New York cop show for HBO.
2: Right. Uh, So just getting back to the Kai mother of God thing. The whole conclusion, as far as I was concerned, was to show Kai surfing so that they could say, see, that's why she was in it. (laughs) <laughs> she was a shit actor But look, she
1: could surf That's why we put her in it See, I don't think she was such a shit actor I think she was, you know, not a bad actor Considering she's she's a surfer And she was supposed to act like a surfing chick I know lots of surfing chicks who are just like that I, I do uh,
2: No, that- I thought she was a terrible actor that- and, I, and I'm not saying that, you you know I, I understand completely where you're coming from And I understand that that could be a characterisation But I, it was just bad acting. I thought she was just terrible.
1: I also, it also seemed to me like somewhere through the series, or for that for that week that Shawnee wasn't in it, yeah, uh, he went away, got some acting lessons, and came back because he was a lot better <laughs> when he came back from
3: Cincinnati
2: mm.
1: uh, than than when he left. I don't know what what that was
3: about. What he he, he was touched by Cincinnati. And he knew the the secret.
1: Yeah, but. The secret of acting.
3: But he, he was also... He also I came he, back I'm as talking a, about acting. He, not he also, clearly didn't know He also the secret came though. back as a bit of a, a John JFC character. Not, yeah.
1: not, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about what happened with... I'm not talking about what well, happened with, with Sean, the character. I'm talking about what happened with Sean, the actor. But there has been, that he came back from Cincinnati hmm. and could suddenly act he a little bit better. He was directed that way. You reckon?
3: is <laughs> what I've read, yes. Well, he, was, he was directed he was as a bad actor. He was directed to yeah, play the way that he was up until he disappeared. Right. Yep.
2: Young, uh, I've got Sh- his name somewhere. Shawnee Yost. Yeah. Grayson Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. So he was directed that way? Yes. Yeah.
3: And apparently there's uh, various YouTube clips with him, showing him as a good actor,
2: um, and showing him definitely not like he is so, in, so it was just, in okay. Cincinnati. So it was
1: just trying to show him as a young,
2: disaffected teen. Mm. All right. So go... Well, maybe you're right about Kai then, too. Uh, go back a step and talk about the character, who apparently was in Cincinnati... But came back like he'd had some sort of partial lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of made no sense. Where were you? Cincinnati, he points up at the sky. Uh, where, where was that? Who signed you? He doesn't seem to know what's going on.
1: I'm, I'm throwing a whole Taoist thing in there. I, th- I think it's all about Taoism. Right. That's just because I, I had, I'm sick of people saying it's all about Christi- Christianity. Christianity. Right. Oh, that Taoism
3: <laughs> But it was definitely one of, uh, this, one of the season finales that I've seen That's answered so few of the questions that it's brought up over the season Yep um, Which is really frustrating that it's been cancelled now <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, I do want answers, damn it David Milch published it somewhere online. Really, I and, well, don't. You see,
2: you see, I'm, I'm yeah, happy. I don't. I don't want to. I'm happy either. to let it go
1: because if that last episode was was anything to go by, if it was going to be as sloppy as that, and I, I did think that that last episode was sloppy. And the whole to, parade thing was annoying. Yeah. If to continue oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was was going to be like that? Then I'm kind of glad to see it go. It's it's far from one perfect season. Yeah. But it's uh, you know I was I was happy to see it. Yeah. I'm glad that I saw it. I really did love the characters a lot. I, I, I almost loved the show Sissy. enough to, to... Sissy? Unredeemable, I said last week. I think, I think it's, it's... But you loved it? N- no, no, no. I hated it, but I'm supposed to hate her. Is,
2: you see, I, 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 I was borderline the whole way through it, sometimes enjoying it, sometimes thinking, why am I watching this? And it was that horrible thing that you get to the end and you think, what a waste of time. I, I really wish I hadn't watched it.
1: I think I think the whole thing ends up being a shame, whichever way you look at it. Mm. It's it's a shame. Mm. Let us never speak of it
2: again. <laughs> box, box A quick follow up to uh, to last week. Uh, one of the many times we got told during the week that we know nothing about television. Nothing. At nothing. All. Nothing.
1: But, but last week it was. We
2: know nothing about television or beards. <laughs> yes, or because we were talking about the Master last week, and uh, the first email we got was from Maud Wa, who uh, wrote to us and said, "For shame, box cutters! For shame! I thought you were supposed to be TV experts. Did you not know that Doctor Who, uh, that on Doctor Who, the Master is back and played by John Life on Mars Sim, which
1: I, I think is is excellent. Fantastic. He's, he's great to watch. Yep. I think he'd make a really good master.
2: Will make I, a really good master. I,
1: I, we, yeah, he, he will make a really good She goes on I, to
2: say I, that Sim does a pa- uh, passable Tom Baker impersonation uh, and it's all in series 3 which should be on uh, coming on the ABC in a couple of weeks.
0: I
1: replied to her email saying uh, that as far as I'm concerned, this this new Doctor Who mm-hmm. is outside of the mythology of Doctor Who that, that I know. That uh, you know there are there are now two streams of Doctor Who mythology, and that I knew from the very start of of this current run of of Doctor Who when he had his sonic screwdriver back. everyone knew that he 'd lost that it was never coming back uh, and I also want to know how the master being in this series coinc- like how does that work with all that stuff in the first series saying uh, that he was the last from his planet.
2: Uh, well, we also got an email from Chad, who may or may not answer your questions with, uh, firstly, you want to say that not all of the Masters had a beard. He, uh, Roger Delgado, the original and still the best, did, as did number three, Anthony Ainsley, uh, through Tom Baker to the, of, to the end of the original series, plus the horrid Destiny of the Doctor computer game. Uh, and in- Chad
1: knows a lot yeah, Chad does
2: <laughs> And in between was a uh, terrible skeletal master for one or two series uh, And then came Eric Roberts in the 1996 TV movie Which was great gris- visually but a shame about the story And Chad says thus the master was gone Or was he? Yes, he was. <laughs> or was he? <laughs> uh, and uh, so it didn't really answer your question, did it? No. He also said to say that uh, the last episode of this series is absolutely awful, and he wrote to us a couple of weeks ago uh, bagging that last episode of Doctor Who, but I haven't really read that email yet because I'm waiting until I've seen all the episodes. Uh, but he said that the uh, the next couple are really good, really worth watching. And necessary to make sense of the ending,
3: did he say? Of the second, last, yeah, the second some, last episode, I think.
2: Yeah. And clearly from this week's one, which I quite enjoyed, there was bits that seemed to indicate something uh, more than just their immediate story. Mm. Uh, with the little kid from Love Actually. and Yeah.
1: Now, I, I want...
2: Was that the one that stole the watch? Yeah. 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 Uh...
1: Can, can you let us know on the blog, if, if you're a fan of Doctor Who, how does the mythology of this current run of Doctor Who fit in with... The previous Doctor Who that we knew growing up hmm let us know because i I'm, I'm thoroughly confused and it's been a big reason for me not really watching this this doctor Who that and i, I found the kind of supporting characters tedious <laughs>
2: well you see i i uh I really liked uh Christopher Eccleston yep as the the most recent former inc- uh, incarnation of the doctor and I never really liked Billy Piper and I thought that the Billy Piper David Tennant, who's the current doctor pairing of last series, was just awful, and I really didn't enjoy last series at all, but I think that uh with Martha, I don't have her her real name here, but with Martha uh the Martha and the doctor pairing that it is at the moment i actually think that's quite good, and I'm enjoying this series quite a lot more like I did with the uh Christopher Eccleston ones
1: right but but then Christopher Eccleston stopped being Doctor Who and started being an invisible man, yep. See, I don't understand how all of that fits in with the Doctor Who mythology.
0: <laughs> okay, question three.
1: Which canal... Are all these going to be about war? No. I've got loads of... I've got one on tennis,
0: one on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea?
3: It's
1: quiz time. It is quiz time. Uh, now, uh, Joel... Joel came and picked up his uh, his prize. I
3: met Joel on the weekend. Oh, really! Congratulations
1: to Joel. Was he uh, was he happy with it? He was very happy. Excellent. He was very happy to win it.
3: Mm. And we've
1: got another fantastic prize this week. Uh, It's a uh, it's a Crumpler. The bundle. The bundle. It's a camera bag.
3: It's
2: a, uh, one of their photo bag range. It's something that I would like to have, and I tried to steal last week but was unsuccessful. <laughs> yes, because the crumpler cops. The, the crumpler cops go, oh, I'd love it if they're crumpler cops. <laughs> and the question is, what colour is the. <laughs> no. So you see it on the label red. <laughs> <laughs> you win it, Brett. Oh, you win it. And the plastic see through as well.
1: <laughs> the question this week, uh, in order for you to win a crumpler, the bundle photo bag is name one of the two creators of john from cincinnati there are two Ooh. creators we only want one of them <laughs> name only one of them if you name both of them
2: disqualified or if you name the wrong one incorrect i've rethought that mm. either one either one
1: either one but if you actually name the other one good on you <laughs> that's that's all oh. i'm saying good on you if <laughs> either way name one of the two creators of John from Cincinnati and uh, you'll go into the running to win a Crumpler
3: the bundle. Uh, entries uh, will be taken all the way over the week up until next Monday and and, and uh, will be drawn randomly. So it doesn't particularly matter when in the week you send in your entry. Uh, and as,
1: as, long, as long as it is before 4pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on August 27th, 2007. Yes. And you may have to come pick up your par- prize from Triple R. If if you're if you're in the Melbourne area, mm. we would ask that you pick up your prize from Triple R. If you're not in the Melbourne area, we'll see what we can do about carrier pigeons and the such. Email us. But it's
2: it's so worth it. I mean, I I, I want this red. Uh, the bundle. The bundle.
1: Uh, email us hooray, at boxcutters dot net with your answers, or click on the contact us thing. Don't put it on the blog because then everyone else will see <laughs> it, and uh, and uh, that'll just be uh, defeating your own purpose.
3: Hey, um, when I. Cast my pod. It's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters, pod, cast, done. Pork
2: is on the table.
1: There was a, an article this week, uh, actually uh, from today's paper, from today's Australian IT section. Today being Monday, uh, saying the IT
3: section was in Tuesday in the Australian. The
1: sorry, well the I, IT on the uh, on the, on the internet.
3: Okay. It's
1: AustralianIT.news.com.au. So it might be
3: the IT section from last Tuesday, but it was published today. Go on. Anyway, <laughs>
1: uh, head of, uh, you've thrown him now. Thrown me, uh, <laughs> anyway, T was crap. the uh, The head of MCN uh, Interactive Television and the former head of uh, B Sky B in the UK has uh, pretty much said that. TiVo bombed in the UK because they misjudged the market, and it will do very poorly here.
3: In what way did they misjudge the market? What does that mean?
1: I I don't know, but he's... The price point was wrong, or...? He says, I'm unconvinced TiVo will launch in Australia despite Channel 7's announcement. So he doesn't even think it's going to launch. He doesn't (laughs) think it's going to launch and fail. Mm. He doesn't think it's going to launch. I find that that very interesting. Why he was... I don't even know who MCN are. No, and, but, he, and what
3: would what would prevent Channel 7 from launching?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He he had a he he there was some affiliation with uh Pay TV and uh Foxtel IQ, wasn't there? Yes. 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 Uh the uh
1: so so there's something about that. There's also uh, he NCN uh, apparently helps advertisers devise interactive advertising for Foxtel IQ. Mhm. Uh and uh, and so clearly he's got a vested interest in saying things like that. So basically,
3: if if uh, the the head of Foxtel had have come out and said, "Ah, this free to wear news every night," that's not going to fly. Yeah. W- would essentially have made as much sense as what you've just read out there. Yeah, pretty
2: much. Yeah.
1: But it's it's been re- reported a, a couple of times. Yeah, in, it was
2: in the, the, the age. Yeah. I did see it. yep. yep. Uh, I was talking a couple of weeks ago about on the lot the. Uh, uh, Australian Idol for or American Idol for filmmakers and it finished up this week it is going to finish this week the uh, the final one is screens uh, within the coming days uh, so last week's show the uh, the penultimate show they had uh, they had the final three and they did a couple of things differently to the way reality shows generally do. That sort of thing. Uh, firstly, the final three were actually probably the three most worthy competitors. Really? Which is... Uh, that doesn't seem right. Which is highly unusual. And uh, the second thing they did, which was great, was they got to pick their best two films and rescreen that rather than make... You know, make a film for the final night. Uh, they got to re-screen two of the two that brought them there, which is great. I mean, if you think of things like The Apprentice, it kind of all comes down to the last task, and uh, that's always a little frustrating because you think it should be over the whole competition, and it never is. So, uh, well, yeah. it, with The Apprentice, it it pretends to come down to the
1: to to the last task, but I, I think unlike The Apprentice, and unlike In uh, excess, Supernova, Rockstar. Uh, they haven't already decided who's going to win before the end of the competition. Mm.
2: Well, uh, well, this is all. Uh, yeah, that's true, and this is all uh, audience voted. Of yeah, course, so, so. so
1: it's a you know it's it's very different and, and mm. makes a makes a huge change. I mean, one of my problems with the Apprentice is I can pretty much tell from say episode three or four who the final two are going to be, and out of the final two, who's going to win because. Trump has already decided. He's decided before the show starts. It's it's you know, it seems quite obvious. Same with Excess Rockstar when uh or, or Supernova Rockstar when uh, when Lucas Rossi was not kicked out 3 episodes in. Uh you just go, well, they've already chosen him and they're just making excuses to keep him plus, you know, why are they massaging him so much into into being the lead
2: singer? I mean, it's
1: I find that really annoying.
2: Yeah. yeah. Really annoying. Well they didn't do that with uh they haven't done that with this show, which is uh which is very good and I'm uh, I'm quite interested to see who'll win. I think and any of the three are worthy winners.
1: And the and so then the winner gets to be the next Carrie Fisher, is it?
2: <laughs> yeah, something like yeah. that. The winner gets to uh walk through the gates and shake Steven Spielberg's hand.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. you know what? I'd go through fourteen weeks of hell to, to, to have a sit down with Steven
2: Spielberg. You need to grow a beard. Oh do I? Yeah, five of the final seven had beards, and the final three all had beards. Which was hard for the chicks. Yeah, Mm. no, no. (laughs) Females and minorities—they were out very early. Really? Come on, yeah, that's great. Mm. Well,
1: that's that's because they can't make films. Exactly, exactly. That's 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 proven, absolutely proven. That females and minorities cannot make films. What kind of social experiment is that? That's horrible.
2: (laughs) That's absolutely horrible. That's the music. Yes, brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode ninety-nine. Comment on the blog, write us emails, but most importantly of all, tune in next week for a very special Box Cutters episode 100. We've, mm. uh, we've got to do some planning, boys. <laughs> very no, no, special. No, no, no. Very no, no, special. No. Very special. Very special. We're going to open up the golden age of television again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I could handle it. I really don't. <laughs>
1: I want to say thanks very much to 3RRR, whose studios we use for recording this podcast each and every week. If you did subscribe last week during the Radiothon, you need to pay up by
3: the 19th of September. It's not too late to do it now. Uh, get your subscription and payment in by the 19th of September, and you can go into the running for all the prizes, detailed at rrr.org.au.
1: Including wonderful prizes from Crumpler, who are our giveaway sponsors. Thank you very much to them for supporting our show.
2: You could crumpler.com.au. You. Could could come in to, to triple R to pick your up your prize. your prize and pay absolutely pay your subscription.
1: Yep, that's that's a, a wonderful way to think about it. Mm. I've thanked everyone until next week. You didn't thank our guest. Uh, thanks to our guest, John from Cincinnati. <laughs> uh, until next week, my name is Josh Canal.
3: Good one, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I continue to be Brett Crawley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel.
1: And hey, let's be careful out there. Good on. <laughs> good, good show. Good on. Thanks and sidekick. Yeah, good on. <laughs>